Hey beautiful, you are listening to the Girl I Needed podcast and here we bring you the raw truth about what it's like to be a single Christian girl trying to do life God's way. My name is Dejanelle and here we get real, we get vulnerable, we speak and seek truth with the word of God as our source. I am so glad you are here. Let's get into this. But you are a forgiving God gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love. Hello, my sweet friends. Hi, this is so exciting to be recording again. Um, I have been, man, I always tell people like when they ask Deshna how you've been, I said, I just say I've been going through it. And one day we will cover what I mean by that. But I'm just happy to be back. I feel like I'm in a good spot. I feel like I've healed from what I've gone through. Um, I think it was just honestly a lot of growing and stretching and just I had to come to terms with like reality of who I was as a person, what I can handle as a person, all the things. But God is in control of my life, your life, all of our lives. And the great thing about that is no matter what we do, the mistakes we make, the good things we do, the bad, like no matter what you do, you cannot mess up his plan for your life. Like you're not powerful enough to do that. You know what I mean? So it's like, I think sometimes we believe like, oh man, like, oh, I've destroyed it. Everything's ruined. But you have to remember just in life, like, man, it's going to be okay because my expected end, it's already written. And I say that all the time on this podcast, but I'm so excited that you're here. I don't know. I don't think I said this already. I think I just started talking. My name is Deshanel. I'm your host and you are listening to the Girl I Need a Podcast. And today our topic is evidence of his love. I think this is a great place for me to come back and start simply because while I was walking through the last two months, the only thing I clung, like clung, is that the word? Clung? The thing I clung, cling? (laughs) Anyway, what I held on to was the fact that I knew how much God loved me and it was like I could feel his love for me just in different things and my in in my friends I could feel it in the the way like when I was going on walks I felt his spirit with me it was just I felt his love and I was reminded of it constantly so I was like man evidence of his love would be a great topic to come back and I read you one of the focal point but I also want to like mention that what love is because I some I think sometimes we forget what love is or what the bible tells us love is but there's so many different times um the love is mentioned in the bible but i want us to remember like what it is like what it tells us love is patient love is kind love is humble love is not easily angered love is enduring like the test love um love is the more i think that's the song love is the more excellent way that's how i honestly remember that but it's like going through that like when you see I've seen like love. I've seen people love me. I've experienced it. Um and how quick people are to forgive and I think that was something wonderful to like really really see take place in my life like like I could say like man, I was like I I was like I am loved because I've seen like people like forgive me and me forgive others, etc. But I just want us to remember like what love truly is. So, and let's jump into this. So, in Isaiah 54 verse 10, it tells us, For the mountains may depart, and the hills may be removed, 
but my steadfast love shall not depart from you and my covenant of peace shall not be removed says the lord who has compassion on you like it tells us like god's love is always gonna be with us and i think like i said sometimes when we go in through it we tend to want to forget we feel so alone but guys i kid you not like i went through it and i was like the one thing I knew for sure without a doubt that never flinched in my mind, in my spirit, in who I, it never flinched about was how much I knew that I was loved by my heavenly father. And I hope that I can get that to you because I think, like I said, I never thought that I would go, um, like I never thought, like in my mind, I was like, I won't experience this. I won't experience stuff like that. Like, man, that's for, that's for weaklings. <laughs> And as I was going through it, I was just like, man. But like I said, it's like knowing this fact because it's not an option. It's not something that people just say. It's not something oh Christians be yapping away. No, this is a fact of how his love will never leave you. God is love. And I can't stress that enough. If I sound like a broken record, too bad. I want people to be, remember. If they people remember me as the crazy lady who always was talking about how much God loves God loves me. She was just always stationary. always was talking about how much God loves us. That's all I think she was talking about. I want to be remembered as that girl because I feel like sometimes when we're in our lowest moments, the reason sometimes people don't make it out of those lowest moments is because they don't cling to the fact of how much they are loved. Um, and in terms of evidence of this, let's start like just with who as Christians, what we know, Jesus went to the cross for you and me, for us sinners. We had nothing to give. And even after all, he went through all of that for us. The only thing that he requires for us is to bring our broken, tainted burden, all the heart, this heart that literally is just like, that's the only thing he wants from us. Some people when they um think about what they're gonna love me, it's like, oh, is she funny? Um, is this person is is this person pretty? Is this person like before they even like decide to love you, you gotta have these things. Oh, how much do they make? Do they drive? like so many things? Sometimes people think of it's like, are they gonna listen? Are they a good listener? Are they so many things that human look at before they decide that they are even willing to even like maybe like pay us attention or love us, quote unquote. Um. And I know that's different with Christians because we are we ought to love everybody. But what I'm saying is, God has doesn't require like He literally just wants our hearts. He doesn't care about your title. He doesn't care about the car you drive. He doesn't care about all these things that we care about. Oh, my apartment is this. My oh, I'm not ready for this. You know, sometimes people will be like, I'm not ready to date because I'm not making me. All these different things that we think we have to have in order for people to love us, not required in the kingdom. And I, like I said, I clung to that. And I hope I could express that to you so you can have something to cling to. I'm not hoping that any of you go through a bad situation. But I think in life, the good, the bad, the ups, the downs, whatever, we have to remember this fact every day about how much we are loved. And that will not change, you know. Um, so evidence of his love. I think um, the evidence that I wrote down was just the fact that, hold on, let me get through it. Sorry, guys. Is the fact of when we think about how he waits for us um, in terms of us to come home, you know, the story of the prodigal son, that's not even in my notes. But when we think of evidence of his love, like the story of the prodigal son, how many times do we see people like are out in the world and when they come back, they just feel like, you know, they are bubbling over with the love of Christ because they feel Jesus within them. It's like, he does not like, oh man, you took seven years to come back to me. 
that means I'm going to take seven years to like, like, it's not like that with him. The second you get on your knees and you cry out to him is the second he meets you right where you are. You don't have to build up. You don't have to tear down. You don't have to fix up. You don't have to get pretty. You don't have to be on your, you don't have to rehearse your answers. All you have to do is come to him broken as you are and be humble and willing and just open and say, Father, I need you. And he is there. And the thing is too, it's not even like he like left you. You're probably the one who ran away. You know that type of way? So I just want to encourage you to, through that to just know how loved you are. Um, the story I actually had pulled up was not the prodigal son that just came to me, but the story I actually had pulled up as a representation or evidence is like the story of Jacob and Rachel. Because Rachel, Jacob, loved liked whatever it is but he wanted rachel as his wife for so for so bad he worked for seven years for her right and when he was tricked he was like what and he didn't like go and say man bye rachel no he what he do he worked for another seven years there and i'm like i feel like like i said love waits for what's right um and like i said god waits for us like I know sometimes we go and do our own thing and some of us get back on track quicker than others. And some of us will leave for like seven years and some of us leave for a lifetime. God literally would wait for us until we come back at like 80. But it's like, he like literally wants what's best for us. And he's not going to, um, he's not going to leave you. He's not going to say, oh man, Deshana really like, no, he's there and he's like waiting for us to return to him. He loves us constantly and he's there with it. But I was like, man, in terms of evidence of his love, that willing to like wait and earn and just love. Like, I think that's a great example of how sometimes God just waits for us. Like, man, no matter how long you take to come back to me, I will be here as your father with loving arms. Hopefully that made sense. Um, Another story I looked at, that I was like, oh, I think that's a good example, was Ruth and Naomi. I feel like love stands. Love stands beside you. You know how like um, Ruth was determined to not leave Naomi? I was like, love stands with you. You know, like I said, sometimes um, when I realized about myself is I don't like people to see me sad. I don't like people to know when I'm going through anything. I just like to like uh, be by myself. But it's like I said, God was always with me. It's like, you can never be too sad. You can never be too broken. You can never be too, too not enough for me to stand by you and be your comforter and protect you and love you and listen to you as you cry and wipe your tears and count those tears and know that, you know, one day it's going to get better, but you're going through this right now. And it's no one's fault that you're going through this. It's just because the world is broken. And this is how it is. And it's a part of your story and it's order to grow you. But Love stands beside you. You know what I mean? Through thick and thin. Ruth could have laughed and been like, Naomi, you ain't got no sons. You broke. I going home. She literally could have done that. But she didn't. And God doesn't do that to us. He doesn't be like, oh man, you ain't got $10 to pay your tithes? Honey, don't sound like you. You, don't, you can't make it in the kingdom. No. He literally stands beside through whatever you are going through. So many people may leave you and it's different reasons why people leave. Some people, so many people might leave you, but you know who stands beside you? Your heavenly father, Jesus, your king who died for you. The Holy Spirit, 
If you invite him in, he'll always be there for you. So I just want to encourage you through that of love stands beside you. Um, what I wrote down here is I just wrote down, I said, um, about the Lord and how I have evidence of his love is he saw me first. Like he created me. You know, sometimes we'd be like, oh man, I saw my crush or whatever have you, whatever, whatever girly girl you want to chat. But God created, he saw you first. He handpicked you first. You cannot outlove him. He is love. He will always love. He loves you so much you can't even understand it. And like I said, I think sometimes we don't get that. We just like, oh, nobody loves me. Nobody likes me. And we get so caught up with the world here on earth and what's going on right in front of our eyes. But this world we are living in, it's way more spiritual than we realize. And once we can get to the fact that we don't have to prove anything to anybody because we are already so loved. Like the second we were con- conceived in our mother's loved. You love you ain't do nothing. You a little tadpole loved. And I think once we understand that, we'll stop trying to look for love in all of these different places and we'll find our worth and we'll be able to stand up for ourselves and set those boundaries and know just like, you know what? This heartbreak that I'm going through or this situation that I'm going through, it's not the end of the world because at the end of the day, I am love and his love is going to mend me back together. You know you are loved because Jesus died for you. You, that, that, you know, that is how you know you are loved. He went to the cross for you. He laid down his life for you. He rose again for you. The thing is, we are so sinful and the sin, God loves us so much. He was like, we got to go save him. And they came and Jesus came and he saved us. So you're loved there. You know you are loved because his mercies are new every single morning. You sinned yesterday. You asked for forgiveness. Cool beans. You sin again today. You asked for forgiveness. Cool beans. I mean, don't be like habitual sin. Like, come on now. We got to do better than that. But what I'm saying is his mercies are new every morning. He's not there like, man, this girl. Like, you know what I mean? Like how we tend to count people when people wronged us. And I do it too. Like when people wrong me, I'm like, what? What you? What you doing? You, you all right? But he don't do that. He says, man, every morning, mercies are new. Um, He loves us. And this is going to sound harsh, but he loves us because we know he loves us because he tells us no. I think as Christians, we have a hard time understanding that. That no will save your life. Sit with that for a second. That no is going to save your heart. That no is going to save you from so much pain. That no is going to be the reason you continuously rejoice. That no is going to be the reason you wake up with a smile on your face. Not now, but in three months or three years. That no is going to make you look back and be like, Lord, I thank you and I rejoice in this moment. That no, I'm going to say it again, but that no is probably going to save your life. And the thing is, we don't understand that. We hear no and we're like, oh, nobody loves me. Oh, this is the worst. Oh, this is the... He loves you so much, he tells you no. He loves you so much, he disciplines you. I had to come to terms to this. I remember one time. <laughs> Y'all, anyway, let me not get into that, but one time. I was, this is back in grad school. And I, like I said, this is a funny story, but I can tell y'all one day. I got to stop saying I can tell y'all one day, but one day I can tell y'all. But anyway, long story short is I, I did something and I was like, man, I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't do this at all. Right. 
And it wasn't hurting nobody. Like, it literally, literally, it wasn't hurting nobody. So I was like, man, I do this. Cool. And I knew it was wrong, right? I knew it was so wrong. And, no, not so wrong. Like, and it's in a week. Sin is sin. But it, was, it wasn't, like, anything bad. I was just parking where I wasn't supposed to park. That's, that's the story. I was parking where I wasn't supposed to park. <laughs> I was like, I shouldn't park here. I know this is wrong, right? And I parked there, and I was like, bruh. And the thing is, I was doing a presentation, so I wasn't watching my car. So, long story short, and if y'all know anything about me, I'm very, I love a good rule. Like I always say, like, if the rule makes sense, I'm going to follow it. Well, honestly, I follow all rules, but I just believe rules are good for us. Like, if there's a, I'm like, what are the rules? Tell me the rules. I want to follow them. That's the type of person I am. But in this particular stage, this rule didn't make sense. I was like, because the thing is, what happened was, let me t- let me tell you the story. I, I'm holding back no more. What happened was, I had a parking pass to park in this parking lot. And then all of a sudden, the next year, they just took it from me for no reason. And they were like, you can't park here anymore. And the parking lot was basically half empty. And I was like, I was parking here for a year. And now y'all want to come and take my parking pass away. Like, how to make it make sense in this my last year doing this? Like, make it make sense. You want me to walk from all the way down there? For what reason? Tell me. Tell me right now the reason. So I was like, man, I've been parking here for a year. I'm sorry. That ain't making no sense, right? So I'd be parking there, but I, I always normally could see my car, so it wasn't hurting nobody. Well, la da dee da dee, they caught me, y'all. And like I said, I was doing a presentation this morning, so I was not looking at my car at all because I was focused on my presentation. And then I finished my presentation. I wrapped up and I just glanced at my car and I see these people standing outside my car. Y'all. <laughs> Immediately I said, you've been caught. You've been caught. Put them up, put them up, put them up. Right. And the thing is too, I think y'all, y'all have to understand this about me. I do not break rules. Like, I feel like people don't, like people don't get that. Like people, I think in their minds are like stationary. Of course, you have the regular one. No, y'all don't understand. I drive the speed limit. If I realize I'm not driving the speed limit, I hurry up and just like, I'm that type. Like I'm a rule follower through and through. So this was hard for me, right? Well, no, it wasn't hard for me. What I'm saying is getting caught. I was like, dang. Of course. And I always tell people, if I do something wrong, just know I could get catch. Just know I could get catch. And you know why I know I could get catch? Because God loves me too much to not discipline me and i realized that but anyway what i'm trying to say is for this story i call my best friend crying and i was sobbing i was like no no they caught me oh the ticket was this much i think the ticket was like 170 something like that and i was like you know and she was like man they should know like go and tell them like you didn't know and i said no you don't understand i knew i knew i knew what i was doing and the reason i called her crying wasn't because of the ticket the reason i called her crying wasn't because like i got, no, the reason i called her crying because i was so disappointed in myself and i was like i like i was like god i can't believe i did and the thing is the holy spirit was telling me for weeks stop parking here and i was like but god like come on now i was parking here last year but the thing is i think what i had to realize um like i said this was in grad school but what i had to realize was it doesn't matter Everything is a learning experience, but it doesn't matter if you think the rule is dumb. You are a Christian and you need to do the right thing. But what I'm saying is that long story was to tell you is after I hung up the phone for my best friend, I was crying. Um, I hung up, like I, I, we wrapped up the thing. I mean, she, 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 she covered me. She was like, you know, Tisha, okay. She probably was like, why do I have this girl as a best friend? Oh God, we love her. We thank we're thankful for her because I am such a, such a hot mess. But, um, so basically what I'm trying to say is, like, as I was driving, I don't remember where I was driving, but I realized, I was like, you know what I got from this is God used this situation to discipline me because he wants to teach me the Deschanel. 
I have such big plans for you. I can't let you slip up on this here little um thing because I need you to be honest no matter where you go. And like I said, I realize me, Dejanel Maycock, I realize if I do something wrong, I'm going to get caught. I don't know, but you, you might be clever. You might be, Dejanel is going to get caught. And because I know that, like I said, that parking ticket showed me that God is like, I want this to end here. I cannot let you get away with this because if I let you get away with this, you're going to think it's okay. And you're going to take these ha- and you're going to build on this happiness. It always starts with a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You don't, does that make sense? So we have to understand that when you are disciplined by the King, it's because he loves you. You know, we're like, Oh man, like, I can't, oh, oh man, I can't believe. Thank you, Lord, that this is as far as you want me to go. You don't want me to get any more burnt than that. You don't want me to get hot up on the, on the seat, you know? So sometimes like you have to be honest, you have to be vulnerable. You have to be clear. You have to be concise. You have to set these boundaries. You have to do these different things. I'm a, I'm the type of person I'm learning slowly, but surely it's like, you have to do these things. But most importantly is you going to be, you going to go through it because he loves you too much to not let you learn that lesson, learn that lesson. He loves you too much to not let you be honest. He loves you too much to let you keep going on your own merry way. So hopefully that made sense. That was a long story, but y'all got it. Um, he loves you so much. He allows you to be you. I think sometimes we even take that as, a, as, 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 as taken for granted because there's so many of us, like for instance, the Christian body, we're so many different, but there's people that are loud and out there and can greet the world. And there are people that are introverted and maybe just want to talk to two people. And there are people who like, who want to share the gospel and preach from the mountaintop. And there's people like me who would be like, I'm going to be on podcast. I don't really want people to see my face. I want to podcast. What you know, does that make sense? But what I'm saying is God loves us so much. He has, he given us so many gifts. He allows us to be, he's like, this gives us you go and be you Deschanel. Like carry out your purpose. You are, I'm not, I am your God. I am the Lord, your God. And I am not comparing you to Jenny. I gave Jenny the ability to go out there and preach on the mountaintop, but I gave you this token to preach to maybe five, six people. Do I love Jenny even more than I love you for being you? No. He loves you so much. He allows you to be you. He allows you to use what's around you. He allows you to, to utilize your skills, your passion, pursue your, your dreams. He allows you to fulfill the things that he wants for you. And he doesn't be like, that's all you doing? No. He's like, I know, like, that is what I've called you to do. And I think we even take that for granted. But that is evidence of his love. You know how many times people are out there, like, just parents in general are out there comparing their children to other children. Like, like you, does that make sense? It's like, yeah, I love you. But at the same time, like, look at what Sister Geneva children are doing. Her children are doctors. And you are here as a secretary. Or you are here as a, like, people do that to their kids. You will never hear the Most High King do that to you. He loves you so much. He allows you whatever he gives for you to do is for you to do. And he's just, and he's rooting you on as if you were like, he's rooting you on as if you were doing the same. Like he is loving that. He's like, I gave her two people to get, to bring into my kingdom and look at her go. He's not comparing you to the people who did five, who who bring in 5,000 and all the things. And we miss that. We literally don't even see that as evidence of his love. And how dare we just look at that and be like, oh man, this is all I've got. No, rejoice. God, thank you for trusting me with this. Thank you for allowing me to be me. Thank you. 
thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for loving me and, 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 and seeing me and giving me this purpose and giving me this dream and giving me and giving me the ability to accomplish what you want for me to accomplish. That is evidence of his love. He cares about your heart. He cares about the details of your life. He cares about every time you cry, every time you smile. He cares about the, the amount of times you laugh. Have y'all ever had, I don't, I want you to try this. I just want y'all to try this with me because I need to know. But when you go a long time without laughing and you want a good laugh, I just want you to ask, say, hey God, I have not laughed in a while and I feel like laughing and just, and just continue on with your day, continue on with your week and remember the time, like remember when you pray and remember the next time you really laugh. I think sometimes we forget that God loves us and he cares about the details of our hearts, our minds. Our he cares for you. And like I said, I don't care if I sound like a broken record. If it is, if I go down as the girl who said God loves you every day, then I would have done my job because that is my who I am. I'm the girl to let every woman, guy, whomever wants to listen to me rant. Let them know without a shadow of a doubt. I may not know a lot. I might not even know what 2 plus 2 is equals 4. I may not even know what 2 plus 2 is. But I know who loves you. And that is our Heavenly Father. That is our King of Kings, Jesus Christ. And that is the sweet Holy Spirit who is sent to be our helper. I know that. I know that. Okay? Like I said, I don't know much. Sometimes I forget. I always forget, but I, that I know. So I just want you to rest, be rest assured. In this hair world, on this green earth, when you look outside, when you're in your homes, when you're doing whatever you're doing, I don't ever want you to forget for a second or be like, nobody loves me because that is not true. You were created and you are deeply loved. Um, thank you so much for listening. Like I said, I have been gone a long time. But this podcast means so much to me. I'm not going to cry because I've been crying a lot. Um, but it means so much to me. Um, and the fact that I've been entrusted to really um, rant, <laughs> basically, into the airs of who whoever God chose to listen to me. I just want you to know how much I, I'm grateful. Um that he allowed me to be a part of your walk. I don't think that, I don't take it for granted at all. Anyone that takes the time to listen to this. Um, because like I said, I think all of us are called to be great and all of us have a mission. And the fact that this is a part of my mission in life and this is a part of who I am. And I don't know how long God will allow me to do it, but I'm honored (laughs) to do it. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to let you know that, but also, um, there was a sweet girl, I think her, her name is, hopefully I said this right, but Fumi, F-U-M-I, so I think it's pronounced, oh my gosh, I'm gonna, I don't wanna butcher it, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, but girl, so she reached out to me on Instagram, God, I'm crying, but she reached out to me on Instagram and sent me the most beautiful message, um, and like I said, even that itself was evidence of God's love, because like I said, I was just going through it and I knew for a fact, I knew for a fact I would come back and do my podcast away. I was like, I'm going to come back and do it. But at the same time, I think God knew I needed 
it was exactly what I needed to hear um, as I was going through whatever I was going through. So, girl, I just want to let you know, fool me. Yes, that's how I think it is. Foo, foo. Oh, my gosh. Fool me. That's how I'm going to say it. If that's wrong, girl, I am so sorry. But I just want you to know um, I love you. I'm so grateful that the Holy Spirit spoke to you and you. And I'm so thankful for your obedience. It meant the world to me. I think it literally like light, it lit something in me that I think was the little, the last lit of, like it, it, it was the last bit of gas fuel in my tank that I needed. You just like, and I was just like, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. So girl, I'm just thankful for you. You blessed me probably more than you can ever know. Um, and you are my first, um, like, like ever, like um, the, per- the person I did not know that wasn't a friend of mine to reach out to me. So I will remember you for the rest of my life. Um, I hope I got your name right because I want to. Rem- I want to remember the name. Like I said, for the rest of my, life. I'm actually going to print that um your post and like put it up in my kitchen because I'm like, girl, girl, I love it. I'm gonna put it up in my kitchen and it's gonna be great. But I just want y'all to thank you all so much for listening. I'm so very grateful that you are here. And last but not least, you are loved by the Most High King. And there is so much more evidence than I can ever put into a 30-minute podcast about how much God loves you. But let's start here today. And then you go out and find your own evidence. Have the best week. See you next week. Bye, girl.